everybody welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast that's right it is jump the sharp and i'm your boy brian hollywood hagen along with the lovely and talented david the woodman woody my friend welcome to episode 109 of jump the sharp how are you buddy Thank you very much, sir. Yes, doing very well. Uh, loving, uh, loving being back with you, Big and uh, ready to talk some base, little baseball. <gasps> Maybe have okay. a little suds. You know, my cat yes. is here keeping me company, laying right behind this laptop, and uh, looking real cute and kind of relaxing. It's a good, it's a good little spring night. You know what I mean? Tell you what, front row seats for that mug you got. Let's go. That's <laughs> priceless, as Mastercard would say. But, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the final episode in the beautiful history of Jump the Sharp. It is going to be done. I'm sorry to say. Woodman, sorry to say as well, right? We're wrapping up. It's, uh, it's a wrap, as they say in Hollywood. Um, That's right. And, uh, unfortunately... This is it, guys. This is it. No more. No mas. You know, but oftentimes you got to look to the greener pastures, right? With bad news, a lot of times you tell people, I got got good news and I got bad news. What do you want first? Uh, Most people would say that give me the bad news first. Well, guess what? The bad news is already in the past. It's already done, been given. Right. Because there is good news as well. Tell the people. Jump to sharp is no more. You didn't hear me say at Jump the Sharp on Twitter. No, no, no. You go ahead and you search at Jump the Sharp on Twitter. Bupkiss. Nothing. At GCN Sports on Twitter is where you will find us. And by us, I mean the Woodman, of course. Myself, Hollywood. And the lovely folks over at the Glass Cannon Network. We will be now partnering up with them permanently. We are under the beautiful... Uh, wings, if you will, spread out <laughs> further than you can imagine of the Glass Cannon Network, and we are happy to say so. We will tell you about the future in a moment. But would it be a jump the sharp <laughs> without wetting that whistle before we get underway here? Woodman, I don't know if it's the final time this segment will be ever, we ever done. I believe this will be carried over to this- what, Hollywood? Well, you'll hear soon. This may live on, yeah. I believe it. Well, it is America's favorite segment after all. We're smiles here. We're, we're, we're uppity, and we'll tell you why just in a minute. But first, let's go ahead and bend an elbow. It is time for America's favorite segment. What are we drinking, as always? So I had one of these on the last dungeon we did, but not everyone who's listening now listened to that. Also, that was a bit ago, so you may have forgotten. So this is the from Tired Hands, which is over here. Uh, in the suburbs here of Philadelphia, in what in, in uh, is it in West? Ch- uh, no, uh, in Ardmore, 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 correct. Yep. Tired hands. This is the Alien Church, which is a. Uh, oh yeah. Isn't that pretty? Mm. Cool, cool, like uh, kind of like Day of the Dead style art on the black. Uh, uh, can juicy here. one. A little bit of the bubbly. It's very juicy. It's a beautiful Alien Church. Is a beautiful. Mm. Uh, hazy. Right. It's a beautiful hazy. Um, I think it quote unquote only gets 4.2 on untapped, but that's actually really, really good. But personally I would put it higher. Like I, it is so 
friggin' juicy and tasty to me. It has a lot of the same qualities that we love in our wrench. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a similar beer, frankly, to the wrench. The sister station to the wrench. Yeah, and isn't it just isn't it just nice? It's Look a gorgeous that. thing. You know, you can't see it right now, folks, but oh, you will, you will, just in due time. Oh, baby. that's a freaking that's that's a knockout right there, man. That's right? that's a plus. You know, give it to me hard. <laughs> done deal. Already done. Been given hard. Um, what? what about you, buddy? What are you, what are we, what are we putting down the hatch? Yeah, so, you know, is going right now. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, should I do something like totally special and get something for this last, uh, you know, go, go around here, but it's not the last. So what I did was, uh, had my daughter's second birthday party last Saturday. Uh, oh, happy speak- birthday. Yeah, absolutely. And, and. By the way, I'll show you something, what I'll be cheers to as well for yours truly. Uh, when you hear this, yours truly will be 41, April 19th. Giddy up. Um, but Happy so birthday, be- buddy. You got a little something coming to you, by the way. Oh, st- what? Yeah, a little something. What do you mean? Get out of town, yeah, you handsome you're, devil. You're, it's your birthday, bud. I hope it doesn't end like the movie Seven, but um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what's in that box. But nevertheless... Um, so I decided that maybe, uh, let me just go with something that I know I'm going to dig big time. And, uh, I had, um, my, one of my all time favorites actually that I haven't had in a while. I got it this weekend. Shout out to our boy at the glass counter network, Joey O'Brien. Cause he was putting them down the hatch too. And it's from Oscar blues brewery. Uh, and it's Dale's pale ale. Oh, I haven't had one of those in forever. They're so good. 6.5 on the Richter scale. Let me pop yeah. It. American Pale Ale, it says. It's by far the darkest pale ale I've ever seen, which is fine with me. 6.5 makes it about the strongest pale ale you'll ever find, totally. too. It's 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 like the that's like the perfect percentage too, you know. I mean, as as we're getting used to these crafts, as a bad pour, but you can see the darkness of that, John. Giddy up to it. Um, it's just like a nice, especially for doing like a show like this too, just shooting a shit about spoits. Be like being at the caddy corner end of your local watering hole Perfect. and just drinking yeah, a nice so six point fiver. Yeah, I, I do. Dale should be on tap, um, but it's so so good, super refreshing. You wouldn't know it was six point five unless you looked at the can. Um, but then again, this thing it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just so crisp and perfect. Uh, I, I it's literally a top ten favorite beer of mine. I don't partake in it nearly as much as i should i think the summer might change that i think it probably has in the past too uh, but now that it's getting nicer out giddy up to that so let me just do a little sniffy piece of this mm. yeah do a little snifter yeah just doesn't get much better than that however also lastly on the show lastly on the jump the short program i should say yes. i was gifted something i had a friend come over from uh, a neighbor of mine come over shout out to my man andy um who Stopped over briefly for my daughter's birthday party and also gifted me something. And he's a bourbon connoisseur Mm. and something that I've been told is great. And boy, is it after I had a little bit, but I'm going to have some here to celebrate my birthday as well. A little Eagle Rare. Oh, that's good stuff, buddy. Ten year. He went out. That's the good stuff. So a little ten year Eagle Rare. You know, I'm going to sip on this as we go to. And uh, giddy up. So, two professionalism to everybody out there. If you get the Simpsons, uh, the Simpsons connotation there. 
but nevertheless, going to put some so, of this down too. So while you were talking, I just looked up because I, I was curious. So the Ooh, alien shark so is in the same range here, a seven percent. So it's it it is. I like that All range right. too. I'm with yeah. you. Like six to seven, when perfect. we go up to the nine area, it's like it is still delicious, of course, and like they're they're usually really well made and stuff like that. But you're getting to the point where you could really only have one of those, and then you got to switch to something lighter, right? You know, whereas like at the seven range, I can have a couple of these Johns. Don't get me wrong, you know, I you know me and my high life, especially with the summer coming around, the high life bots they just disappear. They and, come, they yeah. Your your uh, whole your whole recycling can gets full of glass real fast. It does. It makes it. It's it's like Christmas in April right now. Right now, it's I walk it to the curb and it sounds like Rudolph is landing on the roof. <laughs> but uh, but in accordance with them is some Dale's Pale Ale knocking around as well. So perfect. That'll cushion happening. the blow for all the glass bottles. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. All right. So let's not bury. The, go ahead. And I'll cushion the blow for your liver. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, we don't want to bury the lead too much here. We'll 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 stop leaving you guys in limbo. The official uh, announcement has been made. We are now under the Twitter page at uh, GCN Sports. Go ahead and follow. Well, actually, you if here's the good news about that: jump the sharp followers. You're already subscribed. You're already followed to that bad boy. Yes, you're um, already subscribed. Right. Anybody listening, brand new. Uh, go ahead and search at GCN Sports on Twitter. That'll be us, and that'll be the folks of the Glass Cannon as well. Uh, obviously, they're looking to build just a, a more on their incredible, incredible uh, empire that they've already done. But they're going to make a little sports side piece here, and we'll be happy to be a big part of that. And you know, we are so we're now part of the Glass Cannon Network, and I could we could argue, I, I would argue, the main part. You know? Oh, ooh, ooh, we put it out there. Hey, it's sports. We're competitive people. Might as well make it a little competition. Let's go. I didn't know we were doing that. I'm for it. I'm just kidding, guys, if you're listening. And so follow us at Jump the Sharp, um, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be here for show 110 next week. No, but yeah. here's what you want to do. You've heard us talk about the Degenerate Dungeon. That is still in place. We will be hosting the Degenerate Dungeon, but now it will be a weekly show um possibly bi-weekly it'll ebb and flow probably in the in the off season of the nfl right now but we will be around at least bi-weekly we haven't necessarily sat down and figured out everything we very well may be weekly but where can you find us you can find us on twitch.tv slash gcn employee lounge as you've been for our live shows doing uh, some specials like our master special we just did. Also, all of our lead-ins to NFL Sunday every Sunday morning of last year. Uh, some primetime specials along with that, the Super Bowl playoffs and all that. And we're going to keep that going, except right now, the Woodman and I will be doing that every Wednesday night. Or I'm sorry, maybe every other Wednesday night. But Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, we will be on Twitch. Now, some of you I know have told me and the Woodman in the past, Love the show. Have not been able to catch a dungeon yet. I either don't, I'm not like too in accordance with Twitch or it's just at a bad time. Or it's hard for you... me with my life. Like it's easy for me to listen to podcasts because I listen while I'm doing other things. Right. It's very difficult for me to watch videos of anything. Exactly. I, we hear that from a lot of folks. That's actually true of me, by the way. Right. Like other content creators that I like. Of course. Sometimes they put stuff out. It's only a video. I sometimes can't catch it because I drive a lot. I'm in the car all the time or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I do podcasts. Yeah, that wouldn't be good to just be watching Twitch while you're, you know. I don't recommend it. We don't recommend it. 
No, we don't. But what could we do for those people? How about this? Our Twitch streams, uh, the audio from that will be posted as a podcast the day after. So we will be doing a a prime time or late prime time on the eastern side of the United States. But uh, the day after, that will be posted into a new podcast so you can hear the audio to that the next day. Possibly on this feed? I don't want to speak out of turn. Is it on this feed? I don't feed? believe so. Okay, well, uh, that, no. that's Sorry, another thing. I don't know. The, the folks that, that follow us on Twitter, you're in the right place. I don't know for sure if that will be the same feed as this. There's a very good chance that this will be the last program on the current feed you're listening to okay. right now, the Jump okay. the Sharp feed. I do believe we are starting a new feed, which, by the way, Make sure you're on at GCN Sports on Twitter, or follow you know follow it on Twitch, uh, uh, GCN Employee. You'll so be able to find all our stuff. Yeah, we will give you all the information there, and we'll be looking. And folks, this like I mentioned, I think it will be a new feed for those hearing us right now. When you see that feed, if you could just do us a solid, we've been with you for two and a half years. We gave a ton of winners, um, and if you could just do us a solid when that bad boy drops, if it is a new feed. Give a little review and a nice little five-star rating to get us really out of the gate here. Like Usain Bolt, we'd appreciate it big time. They say, people who do this for a living, not me and Brian, but but other people, they say that that makes a huge difference. Like if you get a bunch of those ratings early on, it actually makes a huge, huge difference for the way that Apple's uh, algorithm works or what have you. Absolutely. And and we would we would appreciate it so much. We've grown a lot doing this show. We're going to spend some time just kind of reminiscing. We're going to give you picks like we mentioned. But I mean, Woody and I really have grown so much, so much doing this for two and a half years now. Um, you know, we've been a little bit spacey the last couple of months. Uh, that wasn't necessarily the writing on the wall. It's just life was catching up to us big time. And me with my back surgery, a lot of personal shit um, and just off-season NFL, uh, we would have definitely been here every week for the NFL season coming up, but we still will be. We're just going to be under the glass cannon umbrella, which we are so fucking pumped about. Um, But like I mentioned, I want to surprise you with something here, David. We did grow. We've grown a lot. Um, It's it's our 109th show, right? Okay. Wow. All right. Incredible, isn't it? Like, think about that when we first started. I remember you coming over to my old house, and we were just, when I brought this up to you, we were just out back having a beer. And I brought it up to you, and I said, hey, what if we do the show? You said, yeah, I would love to. I'm, you, you were like, I'm totally enamored by the whole sports betting landscape, and I've never really done it. And I said, well, I've been doing it for 20 years. And yeah. I think me and you could bounce off each other superbly, and I believe yes. that we have. Um, obviously, proof's in the pudding. Go ahead and look up the record. I don't. I don't have... I can't really just dial out stats like that, but we've I'm done, still working off. We've done pretty well. My main goal, do you remember what my main goal when we first started the show was? Uh, was it a dollar amount? Yes. I, my, I, don't, it, I don't remember not the Not in particular. It, I guess technically it would be 500 but my main goal was to buy a PlayStation 5 without taking any of me and my wife's money. That's right. I remember this now. Bought that bitch in... A month off our show. Yeah. You know, because my units were still bigger. Like you started as a $10 unit guy. Yes. You know, which which is cool. And at that time, I think I was still like, I was only maybe 50. You know, now we know I'm I'm putting up a hundy for my units and sometimes more than that. But um, (laughs) our first show, and fuck you, Trey Turner, for not hitting a home run yet because you're hurting that. But our first show, October 16th of 2020. 
And oh no, I mentioned we've grown, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Okay, we've definitely grown. The first minute of our first show. Let's go. Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to the premiere episode of Jump the Sharp. I am your host, Brian Hagen, along with my co-host, Dave Woody. What's up, Brian? Excited to be here. We are basically uh, just two schlubs here. Drunk. We're going to express how much we love what you love to do. If you are listening to the show right now, you love to bet your goddamn money on sports. You sure do. And uh, Brian and I are uh, hopefully going to be able to provide between the two of us some uh, analysis that maybe goes beyond just like a box score or just, you know, just beyond what happened last week or uh, in the last game and give you guys some some tips on how to make money at this really fun hobby that we all enjoy. And uh, look, we, we are, like I said, schlubs. We are just like you right now. But we want to jump that fucking shark. How about it, buddy? Uh, it wasn't. It, it, I was. I was cringing because I was expecting this to be way worse. That really wasn't that bad. Not bad at all. Not no. bad at all for the no. first although, time out of the gate. Although you know, we've gotten better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got out of the gate with confidence, but as we hear us now, you see Seabiscuit and Smarty Jones just fucking putting their, putting us in their muddy ass <laughs> dust. Muddy dust. That's a little redundant, but yeah. Nevertheless, I thought that would be fun just to hear that out. I, I took care of that. I, that came into my mind like 15 minutes before the show. I asked you if we could go 10 minutes later because I had to find a way to record that real quick. I was like, "Do you got? Can we do nine ten? You're like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "Great," because I just came up with an idea. Um, yeah, it was interesting, man, and it was cool to hear because, you know, obviously we get pumped up about doing this, and I think that that's the first thing I noticed was that first show. And you know me, I'll talk to a wall for fucking 50 minutes. But even then, we're trying to be a little bit more, I don't know, professional, if you want. Not professional. Not that we're not professional. We're trying to be a little bit more by the book. We're starting a new show. We yep. don't want to just scream at people out of the we're, gate. We, and- we were coming across as kind of like thoughtful and circumspect and not as much of like, hey, let's fucking jump the show. You know what I mean? Like, right? yeah, not like uh, not like radio uh, shock uh, jocks, you know? Right. And I'm being my I'm being my northeast Philly <laughs> self, being like, "Hey, the more the more harsh cuss words I can say, the better. People are gonna respect that. <laughs> you're, you're, we're gonna fucking make money, and we're gonna fucking jump this shark. <laughs> you with us or you against us? Fuck you, anyway. I don't care. <laughs> no. But nevertheless, here we are, a good two and a half years later, with a bright, bright future, and we can't wait to." Uh, to share it with all the people that have been with us. I do want to thank everybody that's even given this show the smallest of chance. Um, so I'm sure there's people that won't hear this that have in the past heard our content. We thank everybody. We really thank all you motherfuckers that have been here since the get-go or that have caught us and liked us and have been with us since when you found us out. But if you've been listening to the show and you get excited when you see a Jump the Sharp pop into your feed, that means the world. Yeah, sincerely, folks. Thanks for everything. Honestly, absolutely. And I want to do a shout out. I did. I, I did a little rundown. And holy crap! I hope I got everyone. Because if I miss somebody, that would suck. But I do want to give a little bit of a shout out to all the guests that we've had and those that we have collaborated with. First and foremost, I know their podcast isn't around anymore. I'm pretty sure their Twitter is still active. But the women over at Women Can't Parlay that was like the coolest thing for us out of the gate. They're from yeah. from their Dallas fans or Texans. 
And we had some we had some fun with them doing some Eagles versus Dallas timeline episodes, one on their show, one on ours, Um, just shooting the shit back and forth with them. Eagles versus Dallas kind of deal. That was awesome. So it was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. To, to the to the girls over at Women Camp Parlay, it was awesome. Eric Helwig, a comedian from L.A., but was born and raised uh, in the Philly area. Uh, he was on the show, and that was fucking fun, dude. That Very was really funny early. guy. Very funny guy, dude. Uh, first ever interview we did was uh, only a couple months after the show started with, with Jill Gallant, or Jill Gallant is, is how he pronounces it. He's uh, now with Action Network. Uh, he's been just moving up the ladder. He is a, a big time. He, remember, he made his name on... Anytime touchdown scores. Yes. Um, now, currently, he's making uh, a nice little presence on Twitter, betting uh, three point plus money overs right now. Okay. Uh, great, great follow at GDog5000. I remember for a little while, he was just constantly taking, almost as a matter of course, he would take every road dog, the, pl- the spread. Yep. So, like in the NBA, like if you were on the road, and the, the home team was favored, he would take your spread. He'd take the money or the, the, the points. I, I don't know if it was the – maybe I'm not remembering right. I don't know if he took the money or the points. Or the, he was yeah. definitely on every single dog. And it was like, as a matter – like, I had to, I had to like expand my bankroll because I had to have enough to put on everyone. Yeah. But it was, it was it like – it was like clockwork, dude. He won like every night. He won money. It was crazy. Absolutely. Big shout out to Luke Patrick. Uh, of course. We all about reality podcast. Been both, uh, been on both our NFL draft specials. Oh, quick note! I've only I been say, friends with him for twenty five years. So. That's it. No big deal. No big deal. I love when Luke's on. Man, he's he's such, the best. So, so poignant. Awesome. Shout out to Luke. Uh, but um, also, uh, let me do do it while while it's here. Shout out to Russell, aka Muscles Marinara. Appreciate the time spent on the show. All, and an all-time guest, for sure. Best. He's literally my favorite person in the world. Um, sorry, it's as I'm best. talking to you. That's not nice to say right in front of you. No. <laughs> mm, that's okay. okay. I, I already knew it anyway. There you go. Um, the reason why I was n- nailing down the, the Russell right after the Luke Patrick is because both of them were on our two NFL draft preview specials. <gasps> the NFL draft is right around the corner. What are we going to do? Oh, boy. Howdy. We will be relaunching the Degenerate Dungeon Wednesday, the 26th. So basically a week from when you guys hear this, uh, we will be relaunching as the Degenerate Dungeon, our first podcast as the Dungeon on Twitch and, and uh, or I should say first live stream, and then the podcast as well uh, will be next week. Do, do not miss this episode. It's going to be all your boys from the Dungeon that you're used to. So it's not just going to be me and Woody for that one. We're going to have gonna a be- ball. It's going to be a blast. Primetime special, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on the Employee Lounge on Twitch. But, yeah, that's why I wanted to say you're not missing out on us, on our takes on the NFL Draft. We'll be here next week. And, obviously, stay tuned for where to find that information. Um, I'd be remiss. We don't put Joey O'Brien in that mix. Been on a couple of shows as well from the Glass Cannon and, obviously, on all the dungeons. So we're looking forward to working with him. It's been a great guest. More so, yeah. Been a great guest on this show. Joey O'Brien's favorite guest we've had. Sorry to all the other people I mentioned. Andy Lack was oh, our golf expert. He's Andy so Lack, good. ADP Lack Sports on Twitter. Just a tremendous follower, tremendous guy. And he is now writing for Golf Digest. He's on morning shows in San Diego for big golf tournaments. And San, what was it, like Wake Up San Diego or something? The kid is moving and shaking, and we are happy to call him a friend. 
not only is he great at everything he does, but as a guest, he was so good because he was very, very entertaining and, and quick to make his points. So he, he, in the one hour, he got in a lot of great points. Like he tremendous. was one of these people who can be very succinct and persuasive, you know, tremendous, tremendous. And by the way, Andy Lack, we'll see you on future dungeons. Giddy up. Love you. Um, and a quick shout out to two more people. Birdman. Remember we had Birdman on. Yes, great. he was good. Oh, awesome. Great Twitter follow too. Half man, half bird. Uh, but it gives out a I lot mean, of good picks on Twitter. Gives out a lot of good picks. A lot of money making joints too. And he's a parlay guy. He really enjoys his parlays and uh, he does oh, very don't well. Don't tell Troy him. about him. You know what I mean? Oh, shout out to Birdman. Last but not least, I, I apologize because I don't remember the, the gentleman's name, but shout out to Bailey, the sports betting dog. Yes. You know, we, yes, his owner that, was great. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. And we had Bailey do a live pick on the show that hit. That's right, it did. <laughs> he had a, he had a dog that would pick. He trained to pick. You know, out of I guess two hats or whatnot. Yeah, it, it, it was all over Reddit for a while, and she went like something like twelve an hour, something. To yeah, start. she won like twelve straight bets. It was so sick. It was incredible. It was incredible. So we we've obviously, and if I missed somebody, I apologize. I don't think I did, but if I did, holy crap, my bad. Um, but yeah, what what an amazing couple of years plus we've had doing this. So fun. Just the jump the sharp I'm talking about. We're going to have bigger and better things on the horizon, as you've heard. But what everyone really comes here for, the David Woody picks, the Hollywood picks. <laughs> and we're not leaving you high and dry on the last jump the sharp here. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to hear what the Woodman has to say, as always. Batting first and leading off, it's the Woodman, David Woody, with a pick or two of the week. Do you, do you say? want me to give? Do you want me to do both of mine? Because they're sure, both baseball. Yeah, because yeah, I actually uh, we we're going to do two picks each of the show. We're going to leave you with four total on the way out. Yep. Uh, and I Hopefully do not go four have. No. Yep. Yeah, I, I I do not have ball a baseball. Okay. So. so I'll do mine, which are both baseball. And then I I wonder what your I don't know what yours are. Um, maybe totally. one maybe one on the ice and one uh, on the hard court. Who knows? Um, ding ding ding, my friend. You know. What okay. I mean? You want to look at that again? So one, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the team that is red hot and just think they can just keep it going. They're on the road at a team that that is not hot. Uh, this is the Braves. The Braves are 13 and four. They've really started off well. They're, they've won their last seven. Um, they just look really tough. Uh, like they they have come out basically like between the pitching and the hitting. It almost doesn't matter. Like, you know I mean, like if one of them, if one of them falters a little, the other one's probably going to pick them up. They're the type of team that's going to win one night, 12 to 11. And the very next, because their pitcher can't get anybody out. And then the very next night, they might win two to one. You know what I mean, it's yeah, that kind incredible. of team. Are oh, they yeah. really minus one fifteen? Yeah. That's, that's the it? thing, dude. And it's because they're in San Diego, I guess, you know, Yeah. Yep. but like San Diego isn't San Diego yet. I think they will round into form. I do. We talked about them in the preseason. Uh, in spring training, when we're making our, our preseason yeah. bets, our futures bets. And I, I do think they're a good team, and they'll wind up being a good team. But right now, they are not a good team, dude. They have been outscored this year. Uh, their 8-10 and 10 record is not just bad luck. They have legitimately lost their games. Like They're, they're not playing well, and they're really not playing well at home. They're only 4-7, and seven, dude. Mm. Uh, it's just not, you know, they're not off to a good start here. Let me um, ask a question real quick. Basically, if you don't mind. Soto has been fine, and the rest of the offense is struggling a little. Um, 
and the pitching has not Struggling. come in, hasn't come into form either. So I like the Braves here to just go in there and just handle business. The the Braves are obviously the better team right now. They're hot. The 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 the, the Padres are, are are ice cold and, and aren't right now are not the, in the same caliber. So you mentioned Soto. Is he having like an okay year? Yeah. Okay, so that that might make your pick for MVP really, really on point because, first of all, let, let me sidebar here, ask a very vague but question, question that obviously it's a, on the hot stove of the MLB. Your thoughts after roughly, a, a th- what, three weeks of, of play yeah. in the MLB, your thoughts on the pitch clock? Oh, I love it. I me love too. It. It's great. Me too, man. I wasn't sure I would. But I, I thought I, I was almost guaranteeing that I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I was skeptical to say the least, but I really like it. I like all these changes. Um, you know, I I, I always uh, uh, talk a lot of shit about Rob Manfred. I've been talking shit on him for for two years on this show, <laughs> yep. two and a half years. Um, he got something right, and I don't know if it was him or the play, more the players union, maybe or maybe all the owners voted on it, and, and it really wasn't about him. But uh, I don't know how all the rules changes work in baseball. I'm not sure. But it doesn't matter. Whoever did it, whether it was him or somebody else, they were right. They, you know, they've been saying for years, oh, the game's too slow. The game's drag. They last too long. And I always think of, like, October baseball when I'm watching the World Series or I'm watching the ALCS. And I'm like, you people who say this shit aren't watching the games. Like, right. this is the most exciting shit in sports. I don't need a fucking clock to make it exciting. Watch a big at bat in the bottom of the eighth inning in the ALCS. There's not, there's hardly anything more exciting in sports. Yeah. But then again, those people aren't even there to see the eighth inning. That's the point. That is the point. And also I was forgetting how much a regular season game really does drag, especially when it's like it's seven to one and the pitcher and it's the eighth inning and the pitcher throws over the first 10 times in a row. I forgot, you know, you, you, you forget these things. If you're just a fan of the game, you remember the good moments and you kind of, your brain just doesn't want to think about the uh, ugly shit. Now I watch a game, any game, it doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter. It moves. The games move along. You can only throw over the first twice. That's awesome. The pitch clock keeps the batter from stepping out. It keeps the pitcher from taking forever. It just keeps everything moving. The games they say are about almost half an hour shorter and it feels it. You feel it. And watched by about. 16% 16% more people, which is huge. I guess the ratings are up too, which doesn't surprise me maybe, right? Right. So I think it's great. Great changes. Love it. Your thoughts? Now, what made, what made me think about that is because so, if Soto's having an okay year, matter of fact, I, I actually don't even know what his stats are, but if I'll take your word for it. So if hey, he so. is actually doing well, like, okay, he came out saying that I am not comfortable right now i can't stand the pitch clock because he's one of the guys because what you don't think about a lot of times with this pitch clock thing the pitch clock in and of itself when you just say the word pitch clock you're saying the word pitch meaning pitcher meaning the guy who's on the mound he's got to be ready every what is it 20 seconds yeah something roughly so Uh, he's got to be the one but what you don't think about is Actually, yeah, there are there's a, a there there's a, a, another dancer in this little tango, the hitter, right? And every now and again, you get some fucking scatty weirdo hitter that just wants to step out of the box every of course for for no, a minute. No more Garcia Parra or whatever. No more yeah. is the first one that comes to mind. Juan Soto comes to mind. Yeah, and he's saying I don't have the time to do what I need to do to get ready for the next pitch. 
So if he's having an, an okay year, what is it? What you're not so, looking? So he's he is and he isn't. So he leads the league in walks. He's walked 17 times already, which is a he's, lot. He's so he's so out of his element. He's just he, not even going to swing the bat. He's just walking, and his batting average is low, uh, uh, 164. Holy he's not off shit. to a good start. Ooh. Well, even more so to take the Braves. Did I lose you? There? you? No, you're there. You can see me. Yeah, yeah. I, Don't worry. It just happened with me too. This is why we need to go to a, a conglomerate like the Glass Cannon. Are you? Why, why are you blinking? I can hear you, but I cannot see you. Don't worry about a thing. You're still getting recorded. Your <laughs> okay. voice is fine. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do this. <laughs> the rest of this blind. That's okay. Just don't. Um, just remember, I can see you. Just because you can't see me doesn't mean you got to start fucking unbuttoning. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. At any rate, that. um, he hasn't. Fuck's been... sake, man, you're amateur. <laughs> Soto has not been hitting well, but he does have a, a almost 350 on base percentage. He's walked. He leads league in walks. So he's walking a lot. So I guess maybe that that actually proves your point that you thought he might be a little weirded out or uncomfortable having right. to rush like this. But I'm saying if if he if when he gets used to it cuz you're going to have 600 plus at bats. He's going to. He's going to get, get used to it. it. Yeah. And if when this guy finds his his groove in this kind of a situation, it's actually going to be better for him. What? Why do you keep going dark? What is going on? Now I got Don't you worry back. Don't about. You can see me now. Yeah, now I got you back. That wow, so I weird. shouldn't have put. I shouldn't have taken my shorts off. Yeah, I don't know what. Why did you put on the chapstick? Well, it's lipstick. It's just. It was. <laughs> ch- yeah, it's not cherry chapstick. I just thought. I thought I could get it every now and again. Ten p.m. every night. Kind of sneak into a side room. Kids. Are I remember asleep. one time. We were up real Uh-oh. late doing this show, and you put on oh, lip gloss. No. Remember that? That was weird. There you go. Right. Yeah. Well, that's you told. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to play that game. I know. I know. We can keep going. Now, listen, we got to we got to mind our P's and Q's now. We're part of a, a real network here. Absolutely. What do you, what do you, Jump the Sharp was the realest it could be until we actually had to get real. But did don't you, make me play the did first you remember minute again. this? Did you remember this, by the way? Because I just have, I have his stats up. I have totally memory hold this. Like I, I guess I know it in the back of my head, but you I had say forgotten. How dominant it. he was with the Nationals in 2020, which was COVID year. Mm-hmm. Okay, COVID year. The year before, at at 20 years old, he had been a freaking monster superstar, like insane, insane. In 2020, COVID year, baseball only he only played 47 games. That's all the that's all the, his team played. It was a really, really, if you guys remember baseball, they, they delayed it because it was COVID. Then when they finally started playing again, and then there was a spike, and they were just like, fuck it, we can't do this. It's yep. not happening. Yep. So his team only played 47 games. Okay. He hit 351, 490 on base percentage. So on base literally half the time. Who do you think that's, he is? Bryson Stott? That's Barry Bonds shit, dude. And he slugged 700. Wow. <laughs> he, OPS. <laughs> Over a thousand, yeah. OPS one point one eight five. That is a lunatic number. All of these numbers led the league. Every one of them. Batting average, OVP, slugging, uh, OPS, everything, everything led the league. Uh, just He's insane. Talent, and he dude. was There's... and he was twenty one years old. He's only twenty four now. He's gonna have a monster year. But anyway, he's getting comfortable with the plate. Give me the Braves, uh, though, because uh, you know oh, he's not at, hitting really well yet. The rest of the, the team. Is... <laughs> I love the callback. Yeah, he sucks right now. So here's the Braves. Giddy he's up. not. He's not. He's not there yet. He will get there. The whole team is going to get there. San Diego's going to be a good team this year. They're not good right now. The Braves are red hot. Look for the Braves to go in there and take care of business. 
Next. Roll it over, oh, baby. And I should say, sorry, I should give the wood is that uh, minus oh, no, one wait. You know what Woodman loves the most about baseball? Give me those dongs, baby. (laughs) That's such a good drop. You know what? So you said that, and I had to get it for the show. I was like, I have to pinpoint that. And I had it written down in my notes, which I saw today. So I had to find it and clip it. And I I don't know if you can. I'm going to play it one more time and see if you can hear something. Ready? Give me those dongs, baby. Is somebody talking in the background? It's me. I'm saying something. And the word that I'm saying while you're doing that is motherfucker. <laughs> ready? Ready? Three, two, one. Give me those dongs, baby. <laughs> I heard like, it. I heard like, it why, is, why, why do I have to be talking all the goddamn time? <laughs> it's still good, though. Uh, you know what? I got an idea. I'm going to do something else later. Nothing. Just off the top of my head. I'll, I'll take, hey, if you want to hear my idea, oh, you better listen to some dungeon. anyway roll this into number two okay number two i really like this one a lot the uh the the mets are good the mets are good and they've won five straight uh and they have max scherzer going who's really good Mm -hmm. but they are in los angeles and you might say dave this is silly this is silly you're picking it's this for all the same reasons you said the braves i was just looking at this I know, but the Dodgers are going to win this game. The okay. Dodgers are going to win this game, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the biggest re- the difference. This is the difference. Syndergaard's on the mound, by the way. I know, and I know yeah. he hasn't been very good, but he's also got a revenge thing with the Mets. Mm, he, he's got a revenge thing me. with the Mets. Check. He's also. I think he's going to be better at home this year. His game is very. He's very prone prone to fly balls. You do not want Noah Syndergaard in a hitter's park. Dodger Stadium is a major pitcher's park. Okay. Right. So he's going to be all right there. And they have dudes out in the outfield and go get it too. Mookie Betts and such. So not freaked out about Syndergaard. And here's the other piece to it. Yeah, the Dodgers are off to a slow start, of course. It's a little phony because they've actually outscored their opponents by 16 runs this year. The Dodgers have a plus 16 run differential. Mm. They really shouldn't be 8-9. They are better than eight and nine. They have played better than their record. They are um, pretty good yeah. at home. And I think they'll come out here and they'll put enough runs up against Max Scherzer to get the W. Uh, and they are you are... telling me, Dave Woody, on the 109th episode of Jump the Sharp, the last Jump the Sharp, that the Arizona Diamondbacks, the leader of the West, is not going to pounce and beat the shit out of that whole West? And you're telling me that the Dodgers have a chance? Just against Scherzer here, I think I'll take the, <laughs> I'll take the Dodgers at plus one hundred eight well the money played. line. I, I think plus one hundred eight is a nice number uh, to get uh, for the Dodgers at home. Um, well done, I like it. You know, it's funny, and I'm so happy that I heard you out, buddy. And Scherzer is not Scherzer <clears throat> from four years ago. Like, if you guys haven't watched much baseball, like, don't get me wrong, still a good, really good pitcher, a great yep. pitcher, a Hall of Famer, oh, excellent yeah. player, yeah. but like. This is not the dude you remember from when he was on the Nats winning the or World Series. Or the Tigers, Series, yeah. Right. right? Yep. Or the Tigers winning the Saigon Award. Like, yep. this is a different dude. He's older now. You know, he's good. He's good. Remember Verlander last year? It's a little bit like that, right? He's For still sure. really good. He's a gamer. So, so he's going to win the Cy Young this year. <laughs> he might. He might win the Cy Young. But he ain't winning tomorrow at, at Los Angeles. I love Chavez it. Oh, Ravine. Or today, as you hear. Or as we speak, depending on. Or four days ago, depending on when you hear it. But. Right. Yes. 
then these two picks also will be moot as well. Let's go ahead and hit the hard court as the Woodman said. We're going to take it to the NBA. we got two playoff picks here, one on the ice, one on the hard court. Uh, Give it to I'm... me hard. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Give it to me hard. Will do. Give me those dongs, baby. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, dude, it's fast. Every time I play, you put your hand to your face. That's how I know I have a good one. The drop is so good. It's so good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this, and then I'm gonna make another drop out of this, and you'll hear that on the dungeon uh, ad nauseum, and maybe like I just, uh, it's my new favorite drop. Anyway, NBA. Let's go ahead. You know, by the way, now everyone's paying attention on the NBA. I'm sure a lot of people were in general, but uh, for betters and everything, uh, NBA is a hard egg the crack man during the season it really is you know especially being a Sixers fan they just so inconsistent it seems like almost every team is inconsistent um, yeah even in the NBA you, yeah you'd be like oh well well the Suns are playing you know the Trailblazers doesn't matter you know doesn't matter minus 12 and a half who's gonna lay that like it's tough so I'm I'm taking the number one seed in a conference that is that started out the first game I believe it was a minus 11, uh, and they ended up losing outright. And they also lost their star for a majority of the game due to a pseudo injury. It's a friggin' contusion. He's going to be back. Let's stop worrying about it. Now you got the number one seed down 0-1. A must win at home, if you will. Must win, if you will, is what I was getting out there. Minus six. I'll take it to cover. Give me the Milwaukee Bucks minus six against the Miami Heat. Personnel wise, not even a friggin' question. Like yeah. the the Bucks are just insane. Giannis, if he's hurt, he's still going to play. They cannot afford to have him not play. And he's such a gamer that if and when he does, he's going to go above and beyond no matter what. Minus six for it for the number one technically overall seed against the Heat who, by the way, lost their first play-in game in the playoffs and had to win their second to even make it here. Now they won another game. They had a little bit of momentum going into that game. The Bucs have been sitting on their hands for a little while. Giannis got hurt. That kind of deflated the team. There's a mental giddy-up that needs to go with a former uh, a champion team with a lot of the same personnel that when they lose their star player, doesn't play well, in the first game. Yeah. So in a second game, the star player dinged up or not, or you know, I'm just saying, even if he gets hurt again during that game, you're covered. You're fine. Because a team like that sometimes needs to reset. They lose their star player game one. They ended up losing by double digits to the team they were supposed to beat by double digits. Next game, if that shit happens again, if Giannis goes down again, the other ones will be there in spades. I'm telling you. The six here is stealing stealing money to me. So I'm 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 going unit on box minus six at the Nets. Um but also game one, even with Giannis before he got hurt, Bucks started slow. They were down like 24-12 when the dude got hurt. Wow. So that ain't happening again. Especially in Milwaukee. Bucks minus six. Yeah, the six Heat all just day. aren't good enough, right? I mean, ultimately, right? this is just about like the Heat just aren't that good. This is not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. No, exactly. It's not like they're going to win the series, you know? So, right. Yeah. Especially after the Bucks, uh, you know, go ahead and take care of business. Um, and then another kind of same kind of deal. Not really. I'm not taking puck line or anything. I'm not even taking a money line. I'm going to go over under here for an NHL game here. Let's go hit the ice. There's two teams that basically 
well, they would have hit this over. They did hit the over the other day, and they will again. Um, but it's the same deal with the Bucks, like I'm talking about. The Oilers aren't necessarily the, the, the number one seed in the West, but they do have the most firepower of any team in the NHL. Hey, Connor McDavid alone, I mean, you're looking at – we're talking Gretzky, Lemieux kind of numbers this guy's putting up. You know, so I read an article the other day that said he might be the most talented player in the history of the NHL. Incredible. And I Absolutely thought that, that was ludicrous. And I read the whole article. I was like, maybe it's not that insane. I mean, he put He's up 151 good. points. He's you very know, good. I don't incredible. think you'd find most hockey fans would give him that just no, yet. No. But, uh, but, but he's very good. He, he's definitely in. He could be like already in a top ten, you know, discussion. I'm sure. I think he's, that's fair. Putting him above Gretzky seems a little premature, in my. Yo, view. this dude still has ten years left at least. Yeah. So, and the Oilers haven't done shit in the playoffs, and it's about time. It's kind of like a, a, a Maple Leafs thing, except the Oilers are well more, well more associated with firepower than the Maple Leafs. So here's the deal: Oilers at home, Kings come in. King's not nearly as talented, not nearly as set between the pipes, not nearly as set and a lot more gray in the beard on the defensive end. And the Kings come in and take one at the Oilers. They have a young stud named Kempe who has scored two goals. He's doing his thing. But they got Drew Doughty. They got Anzi Kopitar. It's like we're talking like me barely out of college. You're talking about the same Kings players. Like, what the hell? And they're still playing hockey, and they're they're getting it done. That's where the veteran leadership comes in. But every now and again, the cream rises, doesn't it? So the over-under for this game is the highest over-under for any hockey game, and it should be at six and a half, and I'm not worried about it. Seven goals are being scored in this game for one reason and one reason only. It might even just be scored by the Oilers themselves. (laughs) They lost game one. If they lose game two, they go to L.A. down 0-2. This team is young fired up, more talented offensively than any team in the NHL. You got L.A. with shaky between the pipes. You know, they don't even know who they're starting, Quick or the other guy. I think that the Oilers win this game maybe like maybe six, six to one, six to two, something like that. Like, I'm living over six and a half. If L.A. puts up a couple, great, fine. It's going to be over six and a half goals, seven goals at least in this game. Uh, They need a win. And with that kind of, you know, firepower. And think about it. Think if you're, you're McDavid, you're Nugent Hopkins. You're these incredible, talented guys on this team that have been playing on this team for so long and not getting anywhere. You got to be you got to be like really fucking pissed right now that you just lost that first game. So you would say, Hollywood, why don't you just take the Oilers? Let me look at that John again because I don't like the money line. And I'm not a puck line guy. But actually, you know what? Holy hell. Oilers minus one and a half is plus one thirty. Hmm, it's a good number. Oh baby, what do I do? What's do you my like official? That better, I like or you that. just I think I like it better. Over. No, because I think I actually talked my. I think the Kings aren't gonna score as much. I think I'm leaning on seven is a lot, right? Seven's a lot. Give me over over six and a half. I want it. I think they can do it. I think they can do it. Let me just say this right now. As of 1018 Eastern time, while we're recording this on April 18th, the minus one and a half puck line for the Oilers is 130 on DK. Minus, or I'm sorry, it's, I'm sorry, plus 130 on DK for minus one and a half puck line. 
It's plus 114 on FanDuel. Always do your homework, ladies and gentlemen. Holy hell, that's a big difference. We call it but shopping. We do. We do. Uh, give we, me the over six and a half. That's all I want. I'll take it. We shop our lines, baby. You got to shop around. How about that? Do you want to play the first minute of our first show again? No. <laughs> over six and a half. Regular juice. Yes. Like yes. it. You know what I love about these shows, too? And I'm hoping we do it on the way out because this would be so fitting. Is I always parlay all of our picks to some extent, you know, a 10 or 15 piece or something like that. Wouldn't that be badass if we just ended on a four four way par, John, on the way out of the door? It would be so badass that I'm convinced myself it's going to happen. Wow. Full unit. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Ladies and gentlemen. We're just put, we're literally putting in bets while we're doing the show. What way to uh, to end the final? Jump the sharp, then to me and you just like kind of go radio silent while we're putting in our own bets. We're so uh, confident. Yeah. We missed everybody. No, yeah. I don't regret it. Um, Folks, thank you again for everything. This has been uh, such an honor and a, pr- a pleasure. You. What's your favorite or what's your favorite moment of the show? Is there anything, if I say, what man? What's your favorite moment we've been doing the show? Is anything just pop in your head, or well, when was it we, just like kind of like a amalgamation of things? Well, it's a lot of things, but I'll say we definitely had, we definitely had a week where, if you remember when we first, first, first started, I don't make me go to the books because I have, <laughs> I have the notebooks. I I could do... find that hail mary parlay you're about to bring up. It wasn't even the Hail Mary. I just, there was a week where there was a Hail Mary, but we also both like nailed our picks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, like, there was a week, it was pretty early on. We'd only been doing the show for, I don't know, less than two months, I think. And we had this week where, like, one of us went three and oh, the other one went two and one, and one of the Hail Marys hit. And it was like such a, it was such a moment for me of like, oh my God, this is so much fun because we love making this show, making this program for people to listen to. But we're also getting really good at it and we're going to make money too. Like it was this really cool moment for me. And ever since then, I've always um, associated this show with like, oh, this is something where I get to hang out with my buddy. Big time. And also make money at the same time. Awesome. Awesome. And as Snoop would say, back to the lecture at hand, because what started all this was the fact of you never really doing it at all. That's right. Wanting to do it, interested in it. You're a very analytical cat, obviously. Yep. You're. I love sports. Uh, yep. And I, an incredible I like approach gambling. To, like I, I like cards, right? So, yeah. Right. Exactly. So I, I was like, I think you would be perfect. Let's do it. And uh, boy, howdy, did, did we come full circle, you in particular. Um. You've taught me, like, I, I'll say this on the way out as we go. You've taught me a lot, you know, because you, you're, you're, you're much more well-educated, if, if I will say. Not necessarily, you know, just, but don't shake your head. You're, the way you approach things is more well-educated. Can we agree on that? Like, you, you, you come at it more book-worthy, whereas I, I come at it stumbling drunk. I read a lot of books, yeah. Yeah, I read a lot of books, <laughs> yep, yep. And I, I saw a lot of pictures once, but... Uh, <laughs> But I appreciate you have helped me as a gambler. I will say that as a as a sports better. You've helped me as a person in general, in general, just me being friends with you. And I will say that everyone should be happy that they have heard 
the bloviation of the Woodman <laughs> for the last two and a half years. Well, as much as you may have learned from me, I certainly learned a lot more from you because you actually knew something about what the hell we're doing uh, <laughs> coming into it. So I had a lot, a lot further to go um, and just say thanks for for getting me where you got me and I well, appreciate it. And thanks for taking a ride with me, my yeah. man. And well, we're still everybody. going. It's just we're, not, it's I know, just rebranded. I'm, that's all a part, a part of me, a part of me just, yeah, we're, we're total rebrand, but under a bigger, bigger canopy. And it's just going to make this shit go higher and higher. And we are so, by, by the way, shout out to Troy Valley. Shout out to Joey O'Brien. Yep. Shout out to Mick D for being part of the dungeon and helping us get, uh, growing, jumped the sharp a little bit on the back end as well, but we cannot be more pumped to be with you guys going forward. And of course, all the folks at the glass cannon, our boy skid and, uh, Kate and Sydney as well. So it's amazing. They're the best. We're looking forward to it. And, We're looking uh, we forward love to skid. It. Yeah. But skid. Yeah, Shout and by out. the way, so look forward to, I think skid will be, well, at least invite him. Uh, hopefully he'll come on a couple of, uh, streams. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> um, but never no, love you skid you're my favorite you know that um jump to sharp episode 109 is the nail in the coffin of jump the sharp but it however is the arising of the official new gcn sports wow that sounds great doesn't it that sounds good and the dungeon with the nfl draft prop special next wednesday oh baby 9 p.m eastern twitch.tv slash GCN and Pooley Lounge. I do believe that we will have the podcast set up by then. If not, obviously, yes. just make sure you're on at GCN Sports, and we will give you guys an update for that. But I do believe for those who are listening here, I don't know for sure. I would say probably not. It would be on this feed. I don't think so. I think we will give you a new uh, podcast feed to listen, subscribe, and please rate and review. That would be fucking awesome of you guys to do um but you know what's been awesome of you guys to do is hearing our voices and we appreciate you so fucking much this has been so fun so fun personally i just want to say because i've looked forward to whether we did it on a wednesday or a thursday night i've looked forward to seeing the woodman and shooting the shit and having this uh this route to hang with a friend and talk about something so fun and then actually it being successful. And then on top of that, realizing that you fucking awesome people were actually listening. Yeah. And actually engaging, whether it be on Twitter or whatnot. And then all of a sudden making this thing go to such an incredible organization like the Glass Cannon. And yep. now we're part of it. And we're, we couldn't be more happy. So yeah, I hope you guys are excited too. Sincerely has been an honor. Thank you. Yeah. Thank hey, you all. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah. Um, all right. That is the final, final episode of Jump the Sharp. I hope we can go ahead and hit a four-piece parjon on the way out of the door. Woodman, David, on the what way do you got to say? Shopping, shopping-wise. Uh -oh. Folks, if you haven't followed, if you didn't click the thing yet, Brian's pick, the Bucks, for 9 p.m. Eastern time on a Wednesday night. Five and a half at regular juice. Minus five and a half at regular juice over on DK. Wow, it's going down. So half a point. Get that extra. Get the hook. Get the hook. Maybe that's an early birthday present for me, you know? I'm I mean, a if... man. I'm 40. I'm, I'm 40. A man. I'm 40. I'm 41. Why did it play twice? Now I don't 80. Know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
There's no, nothing, nothing better than to end a two and a half year <laughs> run by overclicking a sound drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, nice, Donovan. Uh, no, guys, seriously though, thanks for everything, folks, and uh, please c- come and uh, join us in the network. Yeah, as Nelson Muntz from The Simpsons would say, it's not goodbye. It's smell you later. We will see you literally in uh, a week's time on the lounge for the NFL trip. Oh, my favorite night of the year. But uh, but yeah, as far as Jump the Sharp is concerned, thank you guys so much. It is not goodbye. It's see you later. As a matter of fact, see you in one week's time for the Woodman, David Wade. I'm your boy, Hollywood, saying peace the fuck out. It's been a hell of a ride. Why is that not playing? See, this is another reason why we got to get out the show. Because <laughs> the place that hosts this sucks. <laughs> Episode 109, peace out. Love you, David. Love you, buddy. Peace. Dongs, baby.